Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Pacers Pride Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Emerson, and I'm once again joined by my co-host, Tyler Smith. Uh, Tyler, how's it been going? I know you're involved in quite a lot here in the community, and I know you have a lot of things going right now in terms of everything that you're involved with. Yeah, it's going well. Um said this last time, but I'm looking forward to sports getting back. Uh, but I've just been, been trying to stay busy with some other things until that moment. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully everything works out and these sports can get back as safely as possible. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun to talk about them once they get here. Yeah, I know it's, I've been anxiously, anxiously. Yeah, that, I think that's how I'm struggling with pronunciation today, apparently. But, um, uh just I know I'm looking forward to sports being back as well. I know we touched on that a little bit or a lot in our last episode. Um, but in speaking of episodes, this episode is going to be kind of a bit shorter um, than the first one because there's we did touch on a lot in our last episode, which you can go back on. There's Spotify um, and all these other platforms, iTunes that you can listen to our other episode we touched on the revamped uh, sports everything the world of sports baseball basketball and everything like that but in today's episode we're just going to focus on um, a little bit of Pacers news because last Friday the eight game regular season uh, Orlando schedule whatever you want to call it um, came out for all 22 teams and so we're just going to dive straight in and tell you all the Pacers games and run through them and get our thoughts on that. So let's get straight into it. The schedule did come out for the Indiana Pacers, and it is as follows. August 1st, the Pacers will play their first game in Orlando versus the Philadelphia 76ers at 7 p.m. Then they will have a day off before playing the Washington Wizards on August 3rd. That game will be at 4 p.m. They do have a back-to-back in there, and that that would be the very next day, August 4th, versus Orlando. That game is at 6 p.m. August 6th, they will play the Phoenix Suns. That game is scheduled for 4 p.m. August 8th, they will play the Los Angeles Lakers. believe that is their only primetime or national televised game of this eight-game schedule. Um, That'll be August 8th at 6 p.m. August 10th, uh, they will play the Miami Heat at 8 p.m. August 12th, they will play the Houston Rockets at 4 p.m. And August 14th, they will play their last game in Orlando versus the Heat again. So facing the Heat two times in the final three games, they'll be twice in four days. And that time is still to be determined. So, Tyler, um, when the schedule came out on Friday, um, what were your overall thoughts um, on how it worked out for the Pacers? I think overall it, it works out, looks pretty nice. Uh, I think strength of schedule-wise, they were towards the bottom as far as, um, well, I guess you could you could refer to that as towards the top of uh, easier schedule. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the first four – extremely winnable the last four are tough but i think if you had a choice that's the order you would go in because you Mm -hmm. just don't know 
as far as uh, getting back in the groove of things, um, you know, trying to have some winnable games up top. You know, that first game, incredibly important. Not only are they battling with Philadelphia uh, for seeding, but if they can win that game, they got a chance to win those first four. I mean, right, yeah. easier said than done. And, of course, neutral court and a back-to-back, and you just never know. I mean, every game is, you know, whether it looks winnable or not, you still got to go. Uh, you know, those teams are fighting for playoffs, so it's it's not going to be easy. But you could see a scenario where if they beat Philly, you know, they could start 4-0. and And then even though those last four games are tough, if you win, you know, one or two of those, you're probably in a pretty good position. Yeah, um, and a thought or a comment was brought up. I can't remember where I was watching it, or I think it was Brian Windhorst um, on ESPN and Sports Center. He brought up LeBron. He may choose since the Lakers are in such good position. I think they hold like a five and a half game lead, I believe, for first. LeBron it may not be playing in all of these games, um, so superstar sitting I guess is another factor that I really didn't consider until I heard that point so that and the Pacers did manage to beat the Lakers the first time these two teams played so kind of shocked them I believe that game was was that in Indy or was that in LA can you remember it was in Indy it was one of the few I had to miss unfortunately (laughs) so we're able to defeat the Lakers that first time um so History, hopefully, is on the Pacers' side again. And then every Pacers fan is definitely looking forward to, I know, August 10th and 14th when we get to see our good friends, the Miami Heat, again. And more specifically, uh, Jimmy Butler. Uh, The T.J. Warren, Jimmy Butler beef is – it's real. Um, They Both of them have said it. I know the Pacers actually kind of – Pacers and Heat were going a little bit back and forth when the schedule was released um, with, oh, we'll see you for the rematch or whatever, can't wait and stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward to that. And like you mentioned, Tyler, I think if the Pacers can get off to that great start um, and beat Philly, 4-0 and is it's very doable. Um, then we'll see what happens in those last four. But you – the Pacers are, as of right now, tied with Philly. So, you like you also brought up, they're locked in a kind of that four through six bubble with the Heat and the Sixers trying to battle for playoff seating. And I think I would say five and three would be a good record. I mean, because you look at those teams, especially if you start off against Philly, They'll go four and zero, and going one and three in that fight. You don't want to, I guess, head into the playoffs on a bad note or whatever. But overall, five and three in that Orlando bubble, I guess, again, especially against those teams, would be pretty good. And another thing, I kind of we brought up is the timing of these games. The earliest Pacers game would be at four, so we're not going to have to. We'll be tuning in a little earlier than we're used to to those games. And I think Fox Sports Indiana said that they're trying to get those games televised as well. So we'll hopefully be able to watch them locally here. Um, Tyler, I know especially the Miami Heat, 
um, TJ Warren versus Jimmy Butler. That could be a potential playoff preview if um, the schedules or if the standings stay the way they are right now. And so we play them twice in the final four, two times in the final three games, and then we could potentially see them for another potential seven. So how it yeah. like, the <laughs> intrigue of the Pacers versus Heat matchup. Yeah, we could see him uh, nine out of ten games there. It's it's very possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I want to. I, I would also say that five and three in those eight games is what I would predict the Pacers to go. Mm-hmm. The key is, you know, is that five and three with beating Philly or losing to Philly? Because I think yeah. if it's if it's five and three with beating Philly, then I think the Pacers will hold on to the five spot. Um, if it's five and three and losing to Philly, then You'd have to ask, you'd have to hope that Philly would go under 500 in their other uh, games, so that'd be a little little tougher. So, I mean, I'm telling you, that first game could absolutely mm-hmm. determine if the Pacers end up playing Miami or Boston yeah. um, once the playoffs get here. And I think we all want to see Miami, even though you know we may get sick of them, but um, we won't have their annoying uh, PA announcer probably. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but you know the the four the four and five seeds ap- mean absolutely nothing now with no home yeah. court. So they're the exact same. Um, this is one of the notes though that I've been looking at, and it may not translate because you know when all bets are off. Maybe not all bets, but a lot of bets are off when they're in this bubble. You don't know how they're going to respond. But if you look for a little positive between the Heat, Pacers, and Sixers, the Pacers have the much better record on the road. So like the Miami yeah. Heat were amazing at home and they were only 14 and 19 on the road. Sixers even crazier, 29 and 2 league. Yeah. 29 and 2 at home, 10 and 24 on the road, whereas the Pacers are 18 and 15 on the road. So, you would think based on that, I know it's been 4 months, but based on that you'd think the Pacers may have a, a slight edge in terms mm. of uh neutral court. Yeah, and one thing I'm going to bring up real quick before we kind of go on to the playoffs and maybe kind of predict a little bit. Um, Kevin Pritchard did come out and say today that um, in turn, there is one player that is kind of still on the fence. Um, he's Kevin Pritchard, obviously, is not going to name that player. Um, the two that have kind of been rumored, I guess, are one Victor Oladipo and two Justin Holiday. Um, according to uh, I followed uh, Jay Michael, on, who's the indie, the Pacers reporter for the Indy Star. Um, he's kind of been keeping everyone up to date with that. I know the deadline, I believe, is Wednesday. Was Wednesday? It's coming up, I think, this week for the players to kind of decide. So I guess what would the what would the Pacers look like? Say it's we know what they would look like without Vic because we've kind of experienced that, but how much of an impact would having not having Justin Holiday kind of be in your eyes? It would be pretty pretty big impact. I mean he was I think Holiday has surprised a lot of people this year in terms of how important he really has been um, for that second unit and mm-hmm. just the, the three-point stability, the um, the defense. 
Um, of course, the dynamic having his brother and, you know, playing a, a big role in the chemistry of the team. So I hope that they all end up playing. Um, I actually just recently saw a report that it was in the Indy Star that Oladipo is is going all out, is, you know, yeah. trying to trying to prepare. So mm-hmm. that that seems to be good news. You know, the first time I heard of it, um, you know, it, it seemed like to me that he was going to play and he was just making sure. Um, but Holiday, you know, it's that's probably who Pritchard's referring to, and you know, it would be a loss. Uh, the only thing, uh, and and I believe it would not be Lance Stevenson. I don't think they're able to sign him, right? But yeah. um, they would probably go after somebody. I even saw a Gerald Green rumor who was didn't have the best Pacer tenure, but he is you know talented player. But I think the Pacers in you know have plenty of guys in house that can uh, step up. But I, it would affect the second unit. Yeah, and I know they also uh, it, Brian Bowen and uh, Naz Mitra Long are uh, J. Michael for the Indy Star also kind of said that they're going to be part of the team that goes. Um, no, they've kind of been down in the G League um, and gotten some like sparing minutes with the Pacers, but so we'll kind of keep an eye on that to kind of see who that player is. It's most likely, like we said, Justin Holiday, but we don't want to confirm or speculate anything as of right now. So let's go on and kind of just wrap up our quick little episode here with some playoff predictions. Uh, Tyler, with this schedule release, do you, I know we kind of talked about it in our episode, our last episode, but does this schedule now kind of change your mind um, at all about where the Pacers may end up seating wise or uh, playoff change does it change your expectations for what they could do in the playoffs overall i don't think so um i mean i they have a better chance of beating miami than boston and i think with this schedule coming out i i like their chances to hold on to five um although it's far from a guarantee but if they could hold on to five and play miami i could see them i could you know i think that'll be a great series and it'd be nice for them to win a series. I don't see them getting past the second round, unfortunately. Uh, maybe if Oladipo was 100% in himself, um, which is hopefully what we have to look forward to next season, then maybe they could be good enough to take down a Milwaukee or Toronto. But uh, at the same time, if you were to ask Pacer fans, they kind of went into the season thinking, we got to win a playoff series, and that would be a good step. So if they can do that, if they can hold on to the five seed, play a tight series in Miami and get over the hump of them. And then maybe, maybe not win the second round, but maybe make a little noise in that mm-hmm. show free agents, how close they are, you know, maybe uh, get, you know, more momentum for the uh, franchise moving forward. Then I think it'd be a successful uh, endeavor for them. Yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of along the same lines with you. I would, as much as I would like for the Pacers to, with this Orlando bubble, you don't know like who's going to be the dominant teams and how this could impact some teams. Um, but you still would have to go through most likely, like you said, especially if the four or five, that would leave the Pacers, I believe, playing Milwaukee, the winner of the 1-8 in the first round, which, no, Milwaukee is the cream of the crop in the Eastern Conference. Um so if we can just get that one 
playoff win because I know that's been bugging the Pacers for a while now. And they've they've come close. They really have. But and to finally get over that hump, I think would be nice to like you brought up attracting free agents. That'd be huge to see to show them we've made progress here with this group and maybe another free agent comes and helps bolster the Pacers into maybe Eastern Conference Finals or who knows what could happen. But I mean, if they win a playoff series, then I think it's settled that Paul George and Anthony Davis are both coming to Indiana next year. <laughs> um, I would I would welcome AD. <laughs> I, I would not welcome that um, other guy. <laughs> well, it's like NBA 2K, right? We can just trade oh, forever, yeah. whatever we want, whenever we want. Yeah, yeah. That seemed to be what Paul George was referring to. <laughs> but I can't believe I brought that guy up again, but hey. I mean, yeah, he says what he wants to say. And I mean, he, I'm Pacer fans. And honestly, I think most NBA insiders and analysts will tell you the Pacers still won that trade, getting two bona fide all-stars that are a huge part of their core. So, I mean, yep. we'll, we'll let Paul George say what he wants to say. Um, and I feel bad for the Thunder because they gave up those two guys and Paul George bolted after two to three years so we'll kind of just i guess that's all we had that's all we had planned to talk about because that was the big kind of news that came out um was the pacers eight game schedule and what it could possibly look like and now it's finally confirmed august 1st august 1st pacers fans mark it on your calendars and like tyler brought up it's a big one to start um, versus the Philadelphia 76ers. And I'm just looking forward to finally watching some Pacers basketball. We're getting into the month of July. So it's going to be really kind of in- interesting to see where this goes with everything. Um, I know I'm looking forward to it, as most Pacer fans are as well. So. I think we're going to keep it there. Uh, Tyler, is there anything you want to kind of say as we wrap up the show? Uh, you know, sports are, like you said, coming back, and we're all just looking forward to it. Yeah, right at this point, I'm just hoping that it all happens. You know, there's still that little bit of doubt inside, you know, if there's too many outbreaks or things that, you know, could <laughs> blow it all up. But I'm just hoping that the players are smart and truly stay in the bubbles, not just in Orlando, but until they get there, um, stay as safe as possible. I know uh, DeAndre Jordan is already off and out mm-hmm. um, as the entire Brooklyn Nets team yeah, okay. should, I feel bad should be doing. That. But <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, got to be sensitive to the subject, but I, I, you know, fully believe these athletes in great shape. If they get it, they'll be fine. Um, however, you just, you know, you don't want it to give give it to anybody else, and you also want just everything to be able to work out with both NBA and Major League Baseball to where mm-hmm. um, they can actually get going and complete their their mini seasons here to uh, give us something to do and something to look forward to. Yeah, and also um, I don't think we I think it was actually reported during our recording last week, um, and we didn't get the chance to really talk about it. Um, Malcolm Brogdon did come out and say that he did test positive and, but he still 
um, plans on joining the team in Orlando. So that was great to hear. Um, hope Malcolm is doing well and recovering. So just wanted to give that little tidbit of information. I know most Pacers fans already probably knew that, but we didn't get a chance to kind of get that out there. So right. Malcolm, stay safe, stay healthy, and we look forward to having you back in Orlando. But that's all the time that we're going to have for today's episode of the Pacers Pride podcast. Uh, you can see what both Tyler and I are up to on the lovely world of Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Cody, C-O-D-E-Y underscore Emerson. And Tyler is at Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R Smith underscore I-S-L. You can also find our show on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Anchor FM. Anchor is a great platform. We're still not sponsored, not trying to get sponsored. That'd, that'd be great, but we're just using a great podcasting platform. You can just search on, like I said, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Anchor. Um, just search Pacers Pride Podcast. Until next time, for Tyler Smith, I'm Cody Emerson. Have a great day, everybody.